When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Winning. Kick. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. My name is John, co-host of Next Jets, etc. As always, I'm joined by my buddy, my co-host, my pal, our video producer for Nick, for Nick Jets, etc. Greg, what up, Greg? What's going on, man? And again, we're we're joined by Chip Murphy. As so always, excited bro. he's here. <laughs> as always, to, as always, to talk a little basketball, maybe a little baseball, and get into this game season. I know next week, I think at least in my head, I got a good big episode playing because I want to talk a little draft props. Talk a little NHL playoffs are going to be starting, but for now, I'm happy just to recap and hear your guys' thoughts on the NBA playoffs so far. Maybe a little early season baseball. We're only, you know, 15, you know, 16 games in, but there's some good teams. There's some bad teams that are kind of moving up to the top of the standings, down to the bottom. So, you know, we just gamble. We gamble every day. So let's see. Let's get together. Let's talk about it. Yeah, dude. It's perfect. I mean, Chip, he's going to be here. Uh, for many episodes here, he's going to be with us hopefully on a weekly basis. But dude, there's nobody more perfect on for this specific episode than Chip Murphy out here. He is down bad out on the streets. If you're following <laughs> him on Twitter, I, you know, when he picks weekly, just retweeted him right before we started this episode. He is down bad. We, the uh, Celtics, uh, Brooklyn game two just wrapped up. Chip. What's up, man? What do you have? Oh, man. Yeah, I just tweeted, I'm the worst gambler alive. That's what I get for betting the Nets like to win the East. I almost bet them to win the championship, too. I almost doubled down and bet the whole thing. But I well, bet listen, them to man, win the Devin East. Booker, and- Devin Booker out, out here. Her, the, the t- everything's open now, man. Yeah, oh, everything's wide open. Yeah, the odds are changing for sure. But I mean, not for the net. No one's picking the Nets <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh my god! I don't god. know. They're a seven seed. Were they supposed to win game one or two? Both are really close here, dude. I mean, at this point, when everyone starts shifting against the Nets, that's when my dumb gambling brain gets right back on the Nets. Especially, especially because Ben Simmons is coming game four. There's no chance that the Nets are going to win game four. My, the first game back for Ben Simmons, he's got a broken head. He's got a broken back. He's got broken everything. He's going to come back in the middle of this playoffs and play the most efficient basketball team on both sides of the ball since January with the defensive player of the year. I just don't, I just don't see it. I, I have, I don't see anything game four, but again, one game at a time. To be honest with you, game three back in Brooklyn with, with the, with the Celtics probably riding so high, smart probably is going to be staring at his hand for, for days. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Kevin Durant has sucked, dude. Like the best player on the planet has sucked, guys. Like somebody, what's going on with Kevin Durant? I know why Seth Curry sucked, but he played well today. Dr- even Drummond played basketball today. What's going on with Kevin Durant, bro? The best player on the planet. The number one prop on DraftKings today was the over on Durant's points because everyone was thinking the same thing that I was when I bet it. There's no way Kevin Durant's going to have two bad playoff games in a row. And, and what happened? Somehow, to? and he somehow <laughs> did. <laughs> scored, dumb scored all his brain. points. Scored Everybody's all his dumb points. Gambling brain. The, yeah, exactly. Have two bad games. Oh, here, Imp- here we are. Impossible that that could possibly happen. And 
Of course, my dumb gambling brain. I'm like, well, there's no way he's going to have three bad playoff games in a row, right? <laughs> so I'm going to take the over on his points in game three, of course. And to your point about the championship thing, it's like, yeah, the first thing I checked was what's their championship odds after I saw that they lost game two. Did they move already? Like, oh, yeah, they're plus 1600 on FanDuel. Like to win oh, the wow. championship, which Dude, this I is the mean, perfect, series this is the ain't perfect. over. Series ain't over. Bro, it hasn't even started. It hasn't even yeah. started. I, I know it's a stupid line and people make fun of it, but I promise you, I really live to this moniker. Series do not start until the road team wins. I don't care if it's game one. Like, for example, you know, we'll talk about next Minnesota and Memphis. It became a series because Minnesota won game one in Memphis. That's it. That's why it's a yeah. series. The Celtics won the first two games. They're the number two seed. If they lost the game to Brooklyn when they're favorites, right? They've been favored by three, four points no matter in every single game so far. That would be a whoa, what's going on here? But they're supposed to lose, man. Again, most efficient team in basketball since January. Defensive player of the year. Forget that Williams is out. This is this should be their game, right? Harden's gone. They got an injured guy instead. Like Kyrie, you know, fan stuff going on. I mean, they should have lost this game. So I love that you, I love that you jump straight to like, like a, like a, like a dumb gambling brain guy, just like us. The first thing you do, you jump, <laughs> yo, what's going on with the East odds? What's going on with, with, with this series odds? And I love that. I have them at plus one and a half. I still think this series is going to go six or seven. There's no way Kevin Durant's getting swept. The gentleman swept. It's just a, impo- no it just, it just doesn't make sense in my brain. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care yeah. what anyone says. So I don't know what's going on with him right now. I love that, That's... dude. I love that. I honestly, as, as a Knicks fan, I've been kicked out of my Nets fan, Nets fan, uh, group chat because they're soft as Charmin already. Mm-hmm. Like they were upset over game one. I didn't say anything. I just said KD froze at the last play because he did and they freaked out about that. That's neither here nor there. Greg. What do you got on this series, dude? I mean, I know you were all over the Nets, right? Just like Chip, I don't think you're as down bad as Chip, right? Chip is scared no, to I'm, gamble right now. Yeah, I don't know if I was all I over am. the Nets. I think I, I, think I had the Celtics in my part. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you, Katie's your guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Katie's the best scorer we've ever seen in basketball. So, you know, it, dude, he just <laughs> talk about some of these teams. He has nobody on his squad. Like it was a Bruce. Dude. Bruce, Bruce Brown, Brown scores nine points. If he comes out nine zero, you shouldn't lose the game. Like you just can't yeah. lose the game. That's like yeah. that's like Braxton Berrios getting you know a seventy five yard touchdown to start the game. Like you just can't lose. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying like you you just gain that real quick. Like just run the ball, man. Just run the. If Kevin yeah. Durant scores twenty five, well, what did he score? What was his right now? He had 27. 27, 27 what was his field goal percentage. He was four of seventeen. Eighteen of them were on free throws. Like yeah. if you score twenty five points with that, you should win this game, bro. Like you know, four seventeen is tough. Four seventeen is really. Dude, they tough. were just swarming them, man. Every chance they had, they were. They, I mean, the Boston Celtics, obviously, as we all know, play an outstanding defense, team defense. This guy is an amazing coach, Yudoka. He's just a great yeah. coach. Clearly, great coach. Dude, I love the. I don't know how you guys feel about the drone camera going on, like the oh, the, yeah. the top camera when they were showing Kevin Durant, like you mentioned. Like going yeah. back and forth, just see, like that's real basketball for me. Like that to me, like I, that's why I love going to games because I know you can see the whole court on television, but there's just something about watching a player the whole time and up and down the court, running around yeah. where he's going. Like they're abusing Kevin Durant and not just when he gets the ball and not when he's one pass away. When he's two passes away, they're still killing him. Even when he's three passes away, they're bumping him. You know what I mean? You have so, to. It's what you do. That's what they do to Curry in the finals too. The Cavs would do that too against him. They just hit him on screens when he uh, when he was on defense too. Yeah, and I mean they did that to his little brother Seth in yeah. game one. Yeah, Seth too. He did have a comeback. I'm proud of him. I think he that game well. three is going to be huge. I we're sitting here with 27 seconds left in the Philadelphia Toronto <laughs> game. I have Toronto winning this game before anything. You know, Chris, shout out to Chris Williamson. We were talking as soon as game two ended, everyone saying Philly, oh my goodness. But it was they're supposed to win those two games. They're at home with a better team. They should win. But Toronto at home, man, underrated as hell. And Doc so, Rivers up 2-0. Yeah. I, I, I hate Doc Rivers, the worst coach in the league versus one of the best coaches in the league. Honestly, Nick Nurse chirping at Joel Embiid. I must have watched that video a thousand times. <laughs> uh, so before we, we have two series I said we're going to jump to. So, but before we close that out, 
What do you guys think about the next two games in Brooklyn? Game three, I think, is an easy win for Brooklyn. You know, minus three and a half. Are you taking that? I think that's the line right now. Brooklyn's minus three and a half. Yeah. Oh wow. Brooklyn's favored, huh? That's interesting. Yeah. I, I I could definitely see them winning. Three and a half is a lot. I might just wait until like it's two zero Boston. <laughs> just taking money line. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I don't love that. I I don't see live betting. You could have bet the Celtics or the 76ers tonight when they were down. And I think they were like plus a couple hundred. The, uh, so at halftime, at halftime, the Celtics and Philly had pretty good odds. Yeah. At halftime. Yeah. Celtics were down too at one point pretty good. So they had a great comeback. 76ers are making a comeback right now, so. What do you, I'm so what do you about got? That. What do you got? Joel Embiid just missed a three. This game looks like it might go into overtime. Oh, Harris with a missed layup. Van Fleet runs out the clock, going into All overtime right. here. Let's do so, it. So, Greg, what do you got on game three and four, man? In Brooklyn, dude. I, I, I'm taking the brackets. I'm telling you right now. I'm gonna have to watch the game. Yeah. I'm gonna take the brackets. The, you know, win by one to five on both sides, maybe win by one to ten on both sides. There's no way it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, the Celtics don't get blown is, out. Well, so Brooklyn should win, though. Yeah. And the problem is, is like, I feel like we said it about, you know, KD and really the Nets in this game. Like, okay, they had a bad game one. They're going to bounce back game two. It's like, all right, now they've had a bad two games. They're going to bounce back game three. It's like, how, how many games are we going to go until we realize that Celtics are just a better overall team? I mean, if you look at the box score, I mean, even if you watch the game tonight, they had seven players that were all just playing better than everyone besides KD and Kyrie. They just like so, each other more. Yeah. They like, they're all, they're definitely <laughs> bought in. They like each other. I mean, it's all that stuff and they're just all playing good. They're all playing good defense. They're all playing pretty good offense. So, you know, and they, they kill you a bunch of different ways. So. I kind of like the Celtics plus three and a half just because I think, you know, the lines have been three or four. The games have been pretty close. I mean, today Celtics kind of pulled away at the end. They covered um, both times though, no? What's up? Celtics covered both times. Home yes, team yes. covered both times, yeah. favorites both times. So based uh, on that, I don't I mean, know if this, I don't know if the Celtics covered game one because they only won by one. And the Nets What's as the favorite at home three? this year are like the worst team in the NBA against the spread. So, okay. That's a stat you tune into winning picks weekly for. Yeah. yeah, so I like the Celtics plus three and a half in this one. I think it's going to be close again. I could be wrong, but to your point, I don't see the Celtics getting blown out. Mm-hmm. So three and a half points. So the refs are going to be on the it. net side, dude. The refs are going to be all over Brooklyn. They need the yeah. series to go long. I mean, I don't even They've think it's a conspiracy at this point, go. especially with Scott Foster somehow getting Chris Paul to lose again oh. to the Pelicans. <laughs> like, well, you just have a- to hammer that every time. It's unbelievable. It's 14 and 0. 14 and 0 now. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Chip, game three and four. Oh, I like Brooklyn in game three for sure. All right. So we all I got Brooklyn in game three. Yeah. What do you feel about the three, three and a half that Greg, that Greg likes the Celtics? I'm not going to bet on the Nets after those first two games. So I would probably lean Celtics for sure, but I think Brooklyn that wins it in a close that. one. Listen, guys, that makes me, this is making me love the Brooklyn three and a half. Yeah. Every second. Oh my goodness. No one wants it. It's disgusting. Why are they favored? They suck. I want it. It's, it's, I want to see. Yeah. I want to see how it moves. I want to see how it moves first. That's a yeah, good point. I want to see what people betting. Comes in yeah. on the game. Yeah. yeah. It's facts, mm-hmm. facts. But people definitely going to take the Celtics plus three and a half. Oh my God. How are they getting yeah. points with the best team? That's yada, true. yada, yada. That's it's true. really going to be interesting game four. Do you guys have any thoughts on the Ben Simmons coming back real quick before we move on? I don't think it's going to matter. I yeah. Mean, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's going to win. If Celtics win, it's, it, it, they can either tie or go down daunted thirty-one back to Boston. Well, if the Heat, if they go up three-zero and the Celtics win, he's not going to play anyway. I'm not oh yeah, well, if they go up three-zero, who cares? Yeah. I honestly don't even yeah. care. But we're just assuming that we're all right and they win the game three, as Vegas is right too. Yeah, I mean, if so, they go, if they go two-one, yeah, he'll play, but. He's been out for so long. He's been out but for listen, so long. I can't okay. imagine him being a factor. I'm going to devil's advocate. Last time he played, defensive player of the year, leading the league in steals, uh, first team NBA. Like, sure. all he has to do is play defense. And I'm trying, he, he, he wasn't playing, he wasn't here to shoot threes with Philly. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't here for his offense. All he has to do is just line up against Al Horford or just line up. Against Tatum, well, or just line ideally, up. Ideally, yeah, Tatum or Brown. Ideally, yeah. Well, I'm just saying he's tall. You know, what I'm saying he. Well, when Drummond can't go out to Hartford, Simmons can. You know, what I'm saying he he can guard him. 
It's, you know, Horford doesn't really need a, you know, an all-time stopper. <laughs> you know, depending yeah. on the perimeter, he just needs someone near him. Drummond just isn't getting near him. Uh, it's going to be interesting, guys. I'm really, really looking forward to game four. I think Nets are going to take game three. I'm really looking forward to game four on Monday. It's going to be, that's going to be a really fun one for me. Speaking do you really fun, think Simmons, do you really think Simmons will play? That's sorry. I, I just, no, you're good. I, I think he's going to play 15 am, minutes. Okay. Dude, he's been I'll believe, for so I'll believe it when I see it. I'll he's believe been playing it when for I see so it. Long. I, I think he's been playing with the Nets uh, for so long, for weeks. Ever since he's been on the bench, he's been playing basketball with them. There's no chance that he just goes with a jacket and a gold chain or in a bright green outfit and just hangs out with them and then just like goes and drinks coffee while they're playing. It's just, there's no way. There's just no way. Ever since he's been back, he's been playing with them and everything else is just media stuff. No, we'll see. If, if they win game three, we'll see. Cause if they lose, I don't think he'll play for sure. No, yeah, no. The we'll NBA see. needs, NBA needs this win. Speaking of NBA needing wins, dude, I mean, let's just jump into this overtime game real quick. I have, I had Toronto winning game three. Embiid has been absolutely murdering this series. Harden is back in shape. I still can't stand Doc Rivers. (laughs) What do you got going on? What do you guys got, guys got going on with this series? Do you think that Toronto could take, I mean, game three, game four, tie it back up, going back into Philly and make it a long series? Do you guys think Philly, you know, wraps this series up here and kind of makes it a gentleman's sort of thing at, at worst case scenario? But and, and lastly, what do you guys think about this whole Embiid versus Nick Nurse foul situation? Right when you look at the numbers, the box score, the free throws are just about the same. Uh, what do you what, what, give me? You guys thoughts on this series so far? Two games in, you regret? I have Raptors plus one and a half on the series bet. I was regretting that for uh, all. All game one, I was regretting that. Half of game two, I'm regretting that. Right now, I feel pretty good. <laughs> oh, this game. <laughs> I feel disgusting about it. This is the only one. I'm looking at my parlay, and I'm like, how did I miss this? This is the only one where I feel like I'm in a real pickle right now. After two games, just because they were so dominant in those two games. I mean, Maxi was incredible, and Bede's been killing it. So what's crazy is we're not – I mean, like I said, I'm not really too worried about Harden, but we're not really talking about Harden. He's been fine. But the other players have just been playing good. I mean, Harris even is looking okay tonight. So I'm nervous. Spicy three for three right now. Let's go. I'm, I'm getting nervous. Back up. They're getting us up. They're getting us up here, Greg. Yeah, I mean, I have here. Toronto plus one and a half. I, we need to win this game is what it comes yeah. down to. We yeah. need to win this because then we get some momentum. There's a chance we win four. I don't think they're going to win this series, but I do think that if we – we need to get it to five or six. I love that seven. we are Toronto now. Let's go. Yeah. We are the North, baby. Yeah. Cause I have this and then I have one other series that I'm nervous about. We'll talk to that. We'll talk about oh, that in a little bit. I but. think I know which one. If it's the same as me, I've been sweating it, man. I've been sweating. Dude, Toronto just to me, it just drives me crazy. I mean, I don't know. It was that one tweet that got me. I said I should have looked into it more. I didn't look into it at all. That's on me, I guess. Hand mm-hmm. up, but. You know, everyone says that they've been good against top teams. They just, uh, the last possession, like the fourth quarter, they were just chucking threes and they were ugly shots and no one's really moving around. Freddie Van Vliet was on the bench for a little bit. So when he came back, it looked a little bit better. He hit a three, but just like, they're not, the they're not injured moving. though, bro. The whole, like Barnes was out. Gary Trent Jr. was out last game. Like I, I, yeah. I didn't expect a win at all. Like at yeah. all. Just the offense just doesn't look to me like it has an all. They have an offense that can make it run the playoffs. Maybe oh, yeah. they get. I just wanted to run in the no. series, bro. Yeah. I just want to run in the series. <laughs> I just yeah. need to go six. <laughs> yeah, but their offense to me, their defense, even that's really nothing great because, like I said, Maxi was going nuts. Harden's still getting his, and B, we knew you weren't going to be able to stop, but. He just looks so dominant. I mean, it just opens up everything. I think the reason why they're they're not going to the paint on offense is because they're just scared of Embiid. But the problem with that is you have to tire him out on defense. You have to attack him. You have to make him work on defense this way. He's a little bit slower on offense. And they're just not doing it. They're letting him catch his breath, take terrible threes. He gets the rebound, and they're back down the court. So I'm nervous about Toronto big time at this point. I mean, for sure, there's a minute and a half left in overtime right now. As as we're watching this game yeah, in yeah. overtime, I'm definitely nervous. <laughs> They're down a point and a minute and a half left. But I what's your stake th- here? What's your stake in the game here? Oh, I got them in a parlay plus one, like you, plus one and a half. If so we're, all, we're all we're all in the same hole, boys. We're all in the same I, hole. Yeah, trying to I, climb not good. 
I desperately need this one. Yeah. We were all <laughs> sure. electric it's a big, chair. We it's didn't a even big plan it like this. Yeah. We are all the electric car chair. Light. All right. I love this it. felt like an easy this felt like an easy one just because Toronto's so reliable and uh, like you said, they got know. Nick Nurse, they got a good coach. They they're a pretty good squad. It's just they're all a lot of the same guy. And that's what like they need they need a better shooter, a pure shooter, and they need some size. I mean, well, so just, Ken Jr. Ken Jr. He's limping right now in overtime. He didn't play hurt. last game, but he, he played well. Scotty Barnes too is huge, man. They miss Barnes for sure. Big time yeah. they miss Barnes. If he comes back, you think he'll be back? Maybe next game. Uh, they're not going to rush him back. He's the, I mean, he's the future of the franchise. They're not going to rush him back. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um, they, they reveal so little in the playoffs about injuries. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. But they're real. They're real in the playoffs. That's what I like. They're real injuries. Yeah. It's not, it's not BS. Yeah. Like, yeah, like Booker really has a hamstring injury. Right? Oh my God. Yeah. It's not, he's it's not a rest. Hurt. And he's, he's already hurt. out for two games, right? He's already out for three and four. He's not traveling. Yeah. But they said it's not that serious. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's not one of those, like, you know, like with these, like grade one, grade two stuff, like if he's going to be out for like, you know, a couple months, they said this, this one's not that bad. So that's kind of good for Booker. I have nothing really on that Sun series. I think it's a gentleman's sweep. Unless Scott Foster gets back in the mix. I don't know if you guys have anything on that. I, the only thing I have from a Knicks perspective is I just love DeAndre Ayton. So even if whether the Suns lose or win, I kind of have my eyes on him. And at the same time, <laughs> Chip, I kind of, this is like our set portion of winning picks weekly, I guess. Cause I kind of want to know what you guys thoughts are. Cause if Mitch goes to Philly, I mean, if Mitch goes to the Suns, Phoenix. He's going to literally be Tyson Chandler with Chris Paul. We're all going to cry about it and be like, how do we trade <laughs> Tyson Chandler? Yeah. Why do we do that just for a guy who can hit a quarter jumper once in a while? Like, do you have, do you guys have any thoughts on the Phoenix Sun series? I'm trying right now. I'm trying to think about how much Chris Paul would hate Mitchell Robinson and I <laughs> <laughs> punch his own play on the balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, the Phoenix series, I, think people are really overreacting to that one game. I think Phoenix will be Chris Paul will be fine. I think they'll come back and Scotty, win that one. Scotty F. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think Phoenix will be okay. I, I'm a slightly I have Phoenix minus two and a half in that series. I'm slightly concerned. I'm much more concerned about another series, which I assume we'll talk about. I think later. we're all I think we're all scared of <laughs> the same series, but it could be yeah. two honestly at this point. Yeah, at this point there's two, I think. But yeah, yeah I have the Suns minus two and a half, not too worried about it. I mean Devin Booker being out is obviously huge, but I think they're the more complete team. I think they're going to get it done. I think it's just that Scott Foster thing. Again, if John and I have been kind of talking about it, if you don't know, was it Scott Foster versus Chris Paul? So he's a ref. When he refs the games, Chris Paul just loses. He's 14 and 0 right now, right? Yeah, 14. Yeah. Yeah. So if that, I mean, we'll have to tweet it out to remind people, but if you see that matchup again in these playoffs, you just have to bet against. You have to just close your eyes and bet it. Like if, if, if it, if it won in game two, like this should have been a blowout in Phoenix. Game one yeah. was a massacre. Like this should have been it. As we say that, Embiid just got defended pretty well. You got no one that could defend Embiid. He got defended pretty well. Just chucked up a. a <laughs> he got stuck in the corner at half yeah. court. They call a timeout. Point nine seconds left. They How saved good him has from yeah chucking up Precious a one handed. Dude, Precious has been yeah. a beast. How good has he gotten team. this year? How good has he gotten this year? Man? Role players at home, baby. And coaches. Like, it's just so obvious that that's what makes the NBA playoffs so fun and so predictable. You just know that the role players at home are going to strive. I'm really excited yeah. to see what, how bad Doc Rivers messes up this series. So I'm not as nervous. Again, we need to win this game. We the North need to win. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. I just have confidence, so much confidence in Nick Nurse, especially how he handled Joel Embiid. First of all, he's like three feet bigger than him. (laughs) He just abused him two games in a row. And you're talking smack to him. Like, you know, you're, you're holding your own. Like if you, I watched that video so many times. I noticed like one of Nick Nurse's assistant coaches, like make his slowly make his way over, like, you know, and try to get in between by the time they were done. I mean, Nick Nurse held his own. And I hate Doc Rivers as a coach, not as a player. Shout out Nick's. So, so there's there's that portion of it. Let's jump to the series real quick, even though they're inbound the ball right now. All right, let's inbound the ball to it. Oh my god! Oh, oh he no. hit it! He hit it! Disgusting. Did that count? Disgusting. 
Yeah. That was good, boys. Right? Uh, Green to Embiid from the corner. Let's see. Dude. Oh, that's that counts. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Sam Cassell going nuts. Oh, dude, that, that counts a lot. That ball is halfway through. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. I hate to see it. Embiid fadeaway three. That's tough. That's tough to see. I'll Van Vliet. Down. There's only 0.8 seconds left. I assume Van, Van Vliet here just. He just killed us. Right on, right on live when it picks up. disgusting. Did you see that before me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it. Um, yeah. Damn. You guys are lucky. I saw Greg looking at me. I didn't know if it was a miss or. <laughs> no. Oh, no. All right. So it looks like shooting threes in our fucking face. <laughs> it looks like we just died on the electric chair here. Parlay. Looks like dead. a parlay, a big parlay. <laughs> right, let's talk about why else the parlay is dead because <laughs> I don't know if the Utah Jazz are going to win minus two and a half against mm-hmm. Dallas. Oh, that's we are not one. on the same page there. I'm nervous. Oh. I know, John, you were big on Dallas. I was not. Oh, yeah, that's, I'm with Greg on that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to sit over here. I, I, I'll watch you guys duke it out here, but this one was so damn easy to me. Utah stinks. Okay. Donovan Mitchell, I, I love him. He's cool. But if Ryan Russillo keeps telling me he's like Russell Westbrook, I'm going to start being able to unsee it. Okay. <laughs> like he, yeah. he has Russell Westbrook moments and it's scary. Gobert can't guard anybody from the three point line. It's disgusting. And he's a center. I love this Dallas team. Dude, I love this Dallas team. They are gritty as hell. When Luca comes back, they're going to be nasty. They got three point guards. They don't need Luca. You know what I'm trying to say? Like they got Dinwiddie and Brunson, dude. Brunson's a beast. Bullock can hit threes. They got we're Dirk Nowitzki. We're not going to have a Brunson discussion, right? Cause I, no, I don't we think I can do that. Okay. Obviously, okay. Gonna ma- obviously, the Knicks are going to max him. We all know. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. Literally today, I'm, I, uh, they, for some reason on Twitter, the Allen Houston layup was going viral. And I can't not see Rick Brunson just hugging him <laughs> at, the, at the end there. So what do you guys, what are you guys thoughts on this Jazz Maverick series? Dude, oh nervous, my man. God. He hit the bottom of the rim. Oh, gee. Oh, I turned the game off. No. Oh my God. I turned the game off because. I'm on to the jazz and you know, I'm just nervous. Like uh, with, if Luca comes back and Luca's fully healthy, I don't see how Dallas doesn't win this series outright. Never mind covering two and a half. They just look better, which is crazy to say because the jazz have the better players, but yeah, I mean, it looks like Donovan Mitchell's checked out to be honest. Like, like Conley had zero points last game. Yeah. And that, that video of Donovan Mitchell playing defense, if you want to call it that, like, it looks like yeah. he's done. Yeah. So that goes to your Russell Westbrook thing. He looks like he's playing defense like Russell Westbrook. So if he, if he doesn't care and yeah, if your star player just doesn't yeah. care at all, what are you going to do? You're not going to yeah. win. You're not going to, you're not going to win a series, never mind a game. So especially if Luca comes back and he's healthy, I mean. And the Mavs are and the Mavs are moving home, right? Game three. Mavs in are Dallas. going home. Mavs yeah. are going home now for game three, four, and Luca might come back for one of them. Yeah. No, no, no. Game three is in Utah. The first two games were in Dallas. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're right. They're the higher seed, even though they didn't have Luca. Yeah, right. So, yeah. but they stole one on the road, which is good. But still, they just <sighs> is it really stealing one though when you're playing that team like Mavs. I guess that's a good point. Probably not. Like they should have won both of those. Yeah. That was, those were bad. That was a bad loss in game two. I don't care that they were on the road. Like they should have taken, especially with everything they had riding on this series. It's a bad sign. And Quinn Snyder, speaking of looking like he's checked out, Quinn Snyder looks like he's done too. (laughs) It looks like he's done for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Uh, is he going to become the Lakers coach? Uh, for his sake, I hope. I hope not, because that's. I hope it. not too, bro. <laughs> that yeah. might be the end of him. <laughs> totally Man, not. dude, it might be the end of me. That OG shot hit in the front of the rim. I'm like replaying that in my head. I'm glad I'm I. In my head. I'm glad I wasn't watching that because you I. Because we're watching that. Oh my! <laughs> nah, I God. turned it off. I, I it turned over. it off. I turned it off. I, uh, after after Embiid beat 
after Embiid won that game, I was like, the parlay's dead. I, I don't want to watch yeah. it anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just light the money on fire. We'll get ready for another parlay in round two. Okay. But I'm John, on. you got moving anything on. on this? You want to move on to another series? I'm I'm gonna try my best to move past this Toronto Philly game when B just murdered me. I have nothing on the Mavs Jazz. I think the Mavs will win the series. I've had that the whole time. I think the Jazz is gonna move Donovan Mitchell at the end of the year, and I do think he's gonna come to the Knicks because of how bad he's looked. Honestly, that's it. It's going to be the, the, we're going to take Conley. He stinks too. We're going to take him. Bad contract. Rudy Gay can't get on the floor. We're going to take him to that contract. Like it just, it just all kind of adding up for me as a Knicks fan that Mitchell's actually going to end up here at this point, especially because he's not passing to Gobert. Like what do you, what do you got? What's going on over there? Yeah. It's crazy. They have a cool home court advantage. Honestly, I, I like to see, I like Utah at home. They're fun to watch, but we'll see. Do they stink in the playoffs? So we'll see. And I'm really interested to see if the fans are going to turn on Mitchell. They know he's a New York guy. Like they, they know what's going on here. And if he's playing like he's playing, the Jazz fans know they're going to have to get on Gobert's side. So we'll see what happens there. The series that I was talking about that I regret more than anything in the whole world. And I think you guys are on the opposite side of me. So that's probably why we're not on the same page. Yeah. Is Denver. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Denver watching them play is like, yeah, you trashed the Warriors the last time we were on, <laughs> by the way. Like, cool. Did you guys it. have Jordan Poole becoming Steph Curry? Like, No, but I'd say I don't know, but you said court. Steph Curry was done, as in basically you were like, yeah, or you he's said in, he's injured. Yeah. I said uh, he was injured. He didn't have a great game one. He came alive in game two. I agree. It's also easy to come alive when Jordan Poole's is, is, is scoring 35 points and, and Clay Thompson <laughs> all of a sudden turns into Clay and Draymond Green. Is beating the crap out of the Joker. Dude, Draymond Green playing defense, man. He plays defense in every way. He screams at the ref every play, bro. He gets the ref on his side somehow. I don't know how yeah. screaming at the ref gets him on his side. Like, Randall does the exact opposite. Screams at the ref and all the refs hate him. Draymond somehow, dude, he, he puts a fire in their butt where he, they give him calls or he does this thing where they can't call foul on him every play. And he's fouling the Joker on every single play. Well, it's like, uh, you know, Rick Pitino, when he coached Louisville, that's how he coached defense. They would just foul the player on every single play. And it was like, well, they can't call a foul on every play. So that's they're going to call. Yeah. Like, and he'll take a tech. He'll take a tech here and there. He doesn't mind because he knows he's not going to go over the limit. Right. He's not going to kick anyone in the groin. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he crossed the line so that he knows the, what, you know, what he can and can't do anymore. And he, he says, Really subdued the Joker at the same time. The Nuggets literally can't score outside the Joker. That's not great. <laughs> like yeah, they, they literally nobody. can't score. Everyone's making fun of the Joker, especially Nick Wright. Right? He hates him, so he goes off he's on an, him. He's such an idiot. I muted that guy. I hate that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he well, like, knows at nothing. Time, at halftime, he had a good point, right? Like, oh my goodness, how can you guys call the Joker the best player in the NBA? Where he can't even do XXX against. You know the the Golden State Warriors. The rest. You of mean the team greatest? Shooting- you mean the greatest team defender since Tim Duncan? He's struggling against. Like- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like not even that, dude. The team is shooting twenty nine percent. They they're like thir- they had thirteen baskets outside of Joker in the first half. What do you want the guy to do? You know what I mean? He's bringing it's up the just- ball. He's playing D. Yeah. He's setting screens. He's getting boards. Like what else can he do? So you can ask me what series I'm afraid of, dude. I am terrified of Denver. I have them plus one and a half. I was really hoping. That was one and a half? Really? Wow. Yeah. And I thought that was easy. I'll be honest with you. I thought it was easy. I thought this game was it was going to go seven. Golden State's been kind of – everyone loves Golden State so much. Nobody's talking about Denver. They had the MVP. They could hit some threes. Let's see what they do at home. Okay, they have the role players. The role players murdered in Golden State. Jordan Poole. Clay Thompson, even I know he's not a role player, like that's disgusting to say, but he, he's coming off an injury. Like him at home is a big deal. He took, he said he rode a scooter to the arena <laughs> the other day. Like you know, what I'm saying being at home does help these guys. He's with his dog Rocco. Like it, it definitely helps. I wonder what Will Barton's gonna do at home. I wonder he's gonna, what he's gonna score a lot of points. I think that's Will what Barton. I'm saying. I yeah. could see them stealing Game Three at home winning that and then we'll kind of see what happens in game four. They they really feel like the it feels like the Nets Celtics series 
even though it hasn't been anywhere near. You know what I'm saying? The That's defense close. hasn't been the same. The games aren't close, but it just feels like that. Let's go home game three and see what happens. Almost like the Toronto series, actually. That's a better comparison. The Toronto-Philly series. I feel like both blowouts, even though the second game was a little bit closer. But game three went down to the wire here. Broke my heart in overtime. I, I, I think Denver can do that, like lose in overtime. You know what I mean? I and then think, maybe gentlemen yeah, sweep it. Yeah, I think game three in Denver will be close, too. All right. Yeah. So that's my biggest regret. My second biggest regret, well, I guess after Toronto, right? Toronto's won. Oh, we'll, put, yeah. we'll, we'll put Denver too, I guess. I don't know. This is why it's like on the edge for me. Like, is the Memphis a bad pick? Is the Memphis game bad? I know we, I know they lost game one at home, which is bad. And they were, they were full squad. But minus one and a half. I still kind of like it, guys. Am I, am I kind of crazy here? No, because no. they're going to cover it, I think. Really? You yeah, don't believe rest- in Anthony Edwards? Cat? Pe- no, Beverly I, I maybe like having him. a game? I don't like that, Beverly. If you, <laughs> are you asking me that? Are you asking me that? No, I believe in... I, I like those guys going forward, but I think Memphis is the better team. I think they needed that. Everything has gone right for them this season. Everything. They needed that game one loss to wake them up. And I think now, like you saw what they did in game two. Now they're, that was a, that was a reality check. Like things aren't perfect for them. All the positive media coverage for them. This was like the first negative thing that's happened to them all year was losing to a seven seed at home. And they were like, wait, this can't happen again. And they just crushed the T-Bulls in game two. I think they, Probably win it in six, maybe, maybe five, but probably Minnesota gets another one and it goes six. Yeah, I'm with Chip. I'm not worried about the rest of this series. I have the Bucks minus two and a half, the Heat minus two and a half. Not worried about those. Memphis minus one and a half. Not worried about any of those teams at this point. I think Timberwolves, I think, was riding high off the play-in win. Yeah. And they came in strong game one, kind of stunned the, the Grizzlies a little bit, kind of caught them off balance and, the chips point, I think, you know, was losing to a seven seed at home game one. I think that was kind of a wake up call. And now they're, they're rocking and rolling. I think they, they might split when they go to Minnesota and then come back and win game five, go up three, two, and then close it out game six. Get me that minus one and a half is what I'm hoping for. Or they just keep it rolling when they go to Minnesota. We'll see. But I mean, that Minnesota crowd was rocking for the playing game. So I'm assuming it's going to be rocking for game oh, three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, new ownership too. Yeah, so last protesters, game, I mean, this, this gonna be an exciting game to watch. Yeah, and last game or last series that I kind of want to talk about halftime right now. It, it, it's a showdown that no one's talking about as a rivalry, but Chicago and Milwaukee are so close, like just in proximity, yeah. that it is a little bit of a rivalry uh, to the locals way more than us as just NBA fans, basketball fans, especially because. I don't know. Have they ever been really good at the same time? I don't think so. But you guys know what series I'm talking about here. The Bulls are up on Milwaukee at halftime right now by 14 points. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. I just put a live bet in plus four and a half for Milwaukee. I like that. I'm st- I'm literally staring at it as we speak right now. <clears throat> I'm, just st- I'm just staring at it. They're going to win this game. At least not. Just- at least not. At least bring it to four, right? Yeah, I mean, at the very least, I mean, I got them. I got a plus four and a half, so I think they're going to cover, but I think there's a good chance they also win this game, too. I mean, they're just such a better team. They, the, the, the way they look when they're on the court, I mean, it just looks like championship material. I mean, at least that's what I see. I mean, Chicago Bulls, they're playing good tonight. Didn't play great. You know, didn't play amazing in the first two games. They played better probably than expected because they were playing so bad to end the regular season, but. I mean, Milwaukee is just tough to compete with, especially when you have like Brooke Lopez out there playing well. You just have all these other guys. It's like, my Middleton God. Middleton stinks, how- though, dude. What's going on with Middleton? Does he stink or is he just not needed right now? They're down by 14. He's needed. <laughs> yeah. he's, only taken, he's only taken three shots in the first half. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been watching any of the games. So I was sweating out the to Toronto. Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch it because, yeah, I was watching other stuff too. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at the box score. Yeah, I sucked well, hey, in the beginning. I had that up. 
Dude, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think I, I think he'll get it together. He'll get some more shots this game. He might get it going in the second half. He might be the reason why they bring it back. But I'll just put out the box score from the other games because I think he played played okay at 13 shots in the last game, only 11 points. That's kind of tough. But thanks, bro. Thanks in the playoffs. Dude, he, he's, a, he's, he's such a regular cold. season guy. It's crazy. Why he was good last he was great year? Last year in the in the run, yeah. That he facts. used to, he was the closer down the stretch. Facts, facts. But yeah. usually the problem is Milwaukee can't get it done because they have nobody helping him. Nobody helping the Greek freak. They so. won the finals. <laughs> no, I'm saying, when they, I'm saying when they don't, when they don't, when, when, when they, when they fall on their face, it's all because Giannis has nobody with him. When they win last year, it's because Giannis is the best player in the league. Oh my God. We can't stop him. MVP, defense player of the year. Yada, yada, yada. Well, he's still all those things though. That's how it goes, though. When you have, when you're the best player on a court, when you're the quarterback on an NFL team, it's all on you whether you win or lose. So, I think Middleton's fine. I think they're kind of finding their footing a little bit with Lopez because he didn't play a lot of this season. I'm pretty sure he missed a lot of time. So, yeah, but that's they're kind guy. of back. Portis, OG Bobby, OG Bobby P. Honestly, I'm a little nervous Portis. about PJ Tucker not being there. He was, I think, such an uh, you know integral player on their mm-hmm. team. Talk about nice. role players and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, just bringing that edge, bringing that defense, bringing that dog mentality. I think it's bringing the shoe game. Yeah, like that worries me a little bit. Yeah, they were supposed to. Ibaka was supposed to like eat up some of those Tucker minutes, and he he's been like kind of a non-factor for them. I think. Yeah, he just wears big scarves and sucks. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about the series. I'm not worried about the game tonight. Right. No, I, I was kind of hoping they'd sweep because that's another prop that I had was them to sweep, but I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent certain that happens now, but I still think they can come back and win tonight, but maybe Chicago steals one. Maybe they steal game four or something, but I still think that could happen a sweep. Yeah. All right. That's my, those are my thoughts on the NBA playoffs. The Rosen is just the man here. I, I, I agree. I do think the Milwaukee's going to come back. But you guys have any other thoughts on the NBA playoffs before we do a little quick, little quick, uh, update 20 games in on this MLB game, on this MLB? I mean, just, what, what are we even, what do we even call it right now? It's not even a quarter. What is it like a, <laughs> like games. a games. What's 10 uh, is games? Is it an eighth? Yeah. Is like a, yeah, like, 20, 20 out of 162. 20 games? Yeah. All right. I'm not the math guy. We got, we so got did the you math have anything for, left for basketball or no? You want to move to baseball? Oh, I was just going to say one thing. Just surprised that I, I know Booker's not playing, but still surprised that the Phoenix Pels line is one. Yeah. I, that, that seems small for a one eight, uh, for a one eight game. Especially because they were really good when Chris Paul was out. Mm-hmm. Like they could, they could make up. I know that Greg hates Chris Paul over there, the leading assist leader. And the fa- <laughs> Phoenix overrated. is coming. Phoenix is cut overrated. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> overrated. Show me a ring. Show me a ring one time, Chip. Never won a series when he's up 2 0. He's so happy that fucking Scott Frost was reffing last night. <laughs> so happy. The one thing that will surprise me, Chip is speechless right now. The one thing that surprised me so far is that the Golden State Warriors are the odds on favorite to win the NBA Finals now. They're plus 350 on FanDuel. Dude, the that's Suns disgusting. are plus 360. I'm going to stick with that's disgusting. Jordan the Bucks Poole are still plus 500. Like, they, they have, they, you keep saying Jordan Poole. They have Steph Curry. They have Clay Thompson. They have Draymond Green. Yeah, but that's the death lineup, right? They Wiggins, have Steve Kerr. Poole. I, I, I don't, I don't hate the Warriors. I just, I just don't trust them. I watch them it's, all year. It, to me, it's just crazy that they leapfrog the Bucks and they leapfrog the Suns. In two games at home, I, as the two I guess, seed, I guess because Booker's Three hurt. Seed. But like, if Booker was healthy and they did that, I would, I would actually have a hard. I would actually be freaking Wait, out. Right now. Where, where are you looking at the them as the favorite? Oh, on Fanduel. Fanduel, DraftKings, they're not. Okay, Ooh, what do you got the DraftKings? What's the line over there? Four hundred. Get a little value. F- Phoenix is two seventy five. We have to start playing. We have to start playing bets <laughs> on different sites and stuff like that. These odds are moving. Well, the only thing that stands out to me, just because the 76ers have taken my soul, plus twelve hundred for them to win the championship, no. might not be the craziest uh, bet at this no. point. No, I can't. I can't you know, do it. They insert, still have James Harden. Is it James Harden's year? Is it his Dude, year insert, finally? Insert, oh, it's Steve never Carell. his year. <laughs> Steve Carell's meme for me. No. <laughs> 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 like, that's how I feel about the Sixers winning. No. All right. 
So I'll stay away. But I, that was my biggest. That's my biggest regret is not putting more money on the Warriors because you the could heat, just had tremendous bro? value. What about the Heat? We still can't even mention the Heat to win games here. How We're beating the Hawks? We're beating the Hawks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's. They're like not beating they're the beating Hawks, the so they're massacring the Hawks, right? Yeah, still, yeah, whatever. Okay. I mean, the Bucks are losing to the Chicago Bulls, which have literally been the worst team in basketball for the last like four months. <laughs> so, yeah. <Nah. laughs> I don't know what to say, but if 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 you're still looking for value, man, it's the, it's the Miami Heat. It's the Miami. Miami. Who who in the East? Is Miami really scared of? Honestly, who are they scared of? Grizzlies. Yeah, because they're delusional. No, the East, I'm the sorry, East. the the Bucks. I think they're scared of the Bucks, like scared of them. I don't. Yeah, w- I know the Heat culture thing. They're not scared of anybody. Blah, no, blah, like blah. no, no, not like that. No, not not <laughs> like that. Not, not like as a tough guy thing. Just as, from a basketball standpoint, and maybe the Celtics, because you know they they could kind of like stagnate them. Right. If Jimmy Butler stagnated and then, you know, Harrow off the bench is stagnated, then they, you know, they're done. They really, their offense, like Duncan's obviously not going to be able to get six, seven threes off if they're defending him well. So maybe the Celtics, but other than that, like, I don't, I think they can give the Bucks a run they, for their money. The Bucks just whoop their asses. Yeah. Like the Bucks are not afraid of the heat. I know. I'm just saying, I, I, honest, think, I think that series can go far, but I like Miami versus Philly, down. I think Miami will murder Philly. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping so. But, yeah, I think Giannis would just shut no. down Jimmy Butler, and I don't think Jimmy Butler can shut down Giannis. No, oh, Bam would, though. Nah. I don't even know about Bam. And no one, threes on no one shuts down Giannis. And That's true. Yeah. <sighs> okay. It's facts. Yeah, so I, 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 might, I, might, I, I might dabble on the heat, though, to be honest. Yeah. They're, 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 they're catching me a little bit. I always fall in love with the Heat, though, every playoffs. Honestly, with Jimmy Butler and Spolstra. I did it last year, too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, I, I know my tendencies. Like, I just like Spolstra. So, there's yeah, let's that. Kick, let's kick it to baseball. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. You got, we, let's talk about your Mets, man. Let's talk about you and baseball? New York Mets. Let's see in baseball right now. Still have plus odds to win the division, which is fun. I, I definitely took them. Because... This is the best they ever do in April. They're the April Kings. And the fact Are that we? they're still, yeah, you guys always do well in April. And then, and then you guys suck from, you know, that, that, that famous video just went viral, right? Uh, recently where they asked the Matt fan on opening day, what, like, what's your favorite part of the season? They're like, oh yeah, opening day is the best. Like a holiday. I love it. And he's mm-hmm. like, what's the worst part? He's like, May through October. Like, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. April's yeah. fire. And then it starts falling off, but. Listen, man, DeGrom started hurt. So if DeGrom starts hurt and comes back, like the Chris Paul way, <laughs> maybe it's actually a good thing. You know he hasn't thrown a pitch in like two years. And then on the other hand, you got Scherzer. Like, you're, you're fine. So what, what are your thoughts on this Mets division, man? Everybody else in the division sucks. Like, I, I know I had the Braves yeah. on my parlays, but I don't really trust them. The Nationals can't even get their pregame festivities right. They start making flower shirts. The Nationals are down bad. Worst jerseys in baseball. I said that on one of the <laughs> podcasts last week. That those were atrocious. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet them to win the division. I wish I bet more because I was like saying, oh, I want it to be that three hundred range. I think it was two fifty or two forty or whatever it was on FanDuel. But yeah, like I said, I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about the Nationals, even though they're the second place team right now in our division. I kind of like the Marlins at the beginning of the season. I still do. Philly, same thing. The Braves are kind of iffy right now. I mean, they're okay. They're six and eight, but it's just tough to repeat, especially after you lose players and stuff. So I'm not too scared. Right now, it's like it's, we just have to focus on ourselves. And the reason why I'm very happy about the Mets going into the today, we have the highest run differential in baseball. So we're hitting finally. That's the thing with the Mets is we always had pitching. We had obviously a stud lineup for five years or whatever, but – we hit finally. Our offense Lindor's is good. alive. What's up? Lindor's alive. Lindor's alive, and he looks like he like went through some sort of therapy <laughs> or change. I don't know what happened, but he went from hating the Mets to loving the Mets this year. <laughs> Pete Alonso is always Pete Alonso, but dude, Starling, Starling Marte. I mean, he's playing phenomenal. We just have guys, man. We just have guys. I mean, we and Scherzer just, changes everything, bro. I, honestly, I think Scherzer playing center field. Guys, I've never heard of, but. 
that we picked them up, dude. Our just the starting pitching is just phenomenal. I mean, we have Bassett, and just yelling, Carlos him yelling Carrasco at them, like our third or fourth guy. He was like, "Who's he teaching the other day?" Uh, Scherzer was teaching one of the young guys on the Mets to like throw a certain way. I'm like, "Oh my I don't god!" Know, maybe McGill, maybe he's been a stud. To have Scherzer in that locker room with those crazy ass colored eyes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's a beast, and and Buck Showalter, dude. Yeah, that's the other thing too. A Buck Showalter, you know, is just so interesting to me because before when he was a coach for other teams, man, he didn't steal a ton of bases and we are running. <laughs> We're stealing bases left and right. I fucking love Jeff McNeil over here. They're putting the shift on him. He doesn't care. He's hitting little <laughs> dupers to left to the third, the third baseline. He doesn't care because he's out there running. He's stealing bases. I love it. Lindor's stealing bases. I mean. You gotta love it so far. As you were saying earlier too, it's the best time to be a Mets fan. It's always until it gets warm out. You know, it's phenomenal. <laughs> so I'm enjoying every minute of it right now. Also too, gambling wise, we're on a gambling podcast. I have to look it up because we lost today, but best team in baseball on the run line. I've been betting them every day, minus one and a half, and they're phenomenal. So That's keep awesome, betting man. them. I don't know how you do that. What I've been doing with baseball. Is I've been taking some money lines, and then honestly, I really like the same game parlay hits. Like I just oh want to hit. Like I just want to hit. You know what I mean? Like I don't need like RBIs. I don't need home runs. Like I just want hits. Like a Vladdy hit here. You know, a Judge hit there. Like just combine a couple of those. I've been really getting a kick out of it. Honestly, it's just fun, and it's really making me look at box scores. Like I'll pull up a White yeah. Sox game. Like oh my god, Tim Anderson get a hit. I have him. Like, I need to just get a hit. So. That that stuff is fun for me. That's how I've been playing the, the baseball season. Chip. Yeah, Dod- Dodgers, Cardinals, and Mets all 70% against the run line. So if you're Cardinals. betting them, you're winning 7 out of 10 I have times. Those, that's a beautiful thing. I have those in my division parlays. I have those three. Those have been my those have been some of my Dodgers. good teams. Dodgers, yeah. Cardinals, Mets. To be honest with you, the Twins, too. I know Greg has some feelings on the Twins. So before we get into that, Chip, what are your thoughts on this early season? Any Anything catching your eyes? Greg talked Mets. Let's the talk Mets some Yankees. sure are. Oh, do we have yeah, to? I, I, was, I, was, I was shocked, by the way, that they're first in the division. I, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't even realize that until I, I just checked now. They're seven and five, first in the division. But they've been, they've been so unimpressive. Like for a team that's first in the division, like the the series against the Orioles, my God, like them, what them a, moving. Listen, them moving their left field back up six feet and back thirty feet is just unfair. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I, it's just like I just don't get it. It's just dumb. Like the and and their their staff is literally coming out and saying, "Oh yeah, we just don't have the pitching staff, so we so we move the dimensions." What are you guys talking about? Like you openly there, admit that that's not even a tinfoil hat thing. Like you yeah, literally yeah. pitching sucks. Yeah. And just move the dimensions. I I well, can't believe that's a thing. It, but it's totally making sense. I guess the Yankees did that too with the right right field. Yeah. Like we have a bunch of yeah. lefties. Let's just bring right field in, and that's why the Red Sox always. But like it's not like they switch it when it after the fact. You know what I mean? It's not like the Red Sox are moving the the Green Monster from left to right because they got a bunch of lefties now. You know what I'm saying? No. Like it, it's exactly. just so wild. Kay said they're a heavily analytics franchise, the Orioles, like the Yankees. So that's why they moved it around. To Dude, they're like, suit why the hell is Glaber Torres good here? <laughs> he sucks everywhere. Well, why is he raking? And now him? he's not even good there. He, he, I don't think he had a hit in the Orioles series. Yeah, they so. moved. Dude, they, they, they changed the field. Oh, that's so frustrating. Oh, Mr. Camden Yards. They, you know, oh, the, one God, of the best places so in baseball, baseball Mecca. And then they're just moving. And then they pinch hit <laughs> the for him. Boone pinch hit for, oh, God. Yeah, dude, Glaber's <laughs> tough. Listen, man. Glaber is going through the Obi Toppin dilemma. If, if once Glaber makes a mistake, he knows he's out of the game. And that baseball players are the most fickle, the most sensitive people oh, on yeah. planet Earth. And if, if he's scared, if he's thinking about anything except for the pitch and the rotation of the stupid red places on the baseball, he's going to get errors and he's going to be bad on the, on the base percentage, on the ERA, on everything. This is the fact. We have our shortstop finally making moves. I'm not as down on the Yankees as everyone. Our pitching has been phenomenal. And that's with our ace. Oh, him, I'm down. I'm not terribly down. I'm down. Can he be, down worse? On, down Can he be any worse right now? 
Easily can't be any worse. And and we have we still have one of the best pitching staffs in baseball. He's literally he was supposed to be Severino, the only thing man. that we had. Exactly. Severino. That was a joke a couple weeks ago. Ha 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 Severino. <laughs> yeah. What's he gonna do? And then it was like Cole. All we have is Cole. It's the exact opposite. The only thing we don't have is Cole. And everybody else is playing fantastic. Even Chapman. I'm I'm finally off the Chapman bandwagon. And that, you know, he blew the save that we played two bad games, killed me inside, but he's been doing okay. He's been back. He's been all right. Dude, he walked in a run against the Orioles. That's what I'm saying. That, that was, was the one. He did that. And then, and then he, and then he had that game where he, they kicked the, you know, took him out. He had two bad games. I'm with you. Those are supposed to be our two studs. One in the front, one in the back with Cole, pause with one with Cole and <laughs> with <laughs> Chapman and, They've been the worst two things about this entire team and Glaber. And we're, we've been okay. Well, no, Joey Gallo, Joey Gallo. Is, Joey Gallo is, don't to even get John to start. Don't even get John to start on Joey Gallo. I hate him more than anything on the planet. Me, the me fact that they brother, gave him the gold glove in Yankee Stadium pisses me off so much, bro. Just give me, them on the road. I don't even want to Me and my dad and my brothers have a text Shane, where we mostly just talk about the Yankees, and today we were texting about Joey Gallo, and like I would never even allow that. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to see it. What's he hitting? Like fifty six? What's he hitting? I don't even want to know. He has like four hits the whole season, and bro, it's he's like no shift for his last twenty or something. You guys said shift. You guys said shift in the beginning. Greg, you're talking about the shift. There's no shift. Yeah, you can't even go, dude. Do you I guys like so the shift? Do you think they should get rid of the shift? Uh, I, I mean, it, I, I, it, it's an analytic game, so I'm curious as to what changed with them not allowing players to go in the outfield. Like, you have to stay on the dirt. That's the new yeah. rule. So I'm curious if that changes anything. To me, I, when Teixeira was up and the entire infield was just hanging out on the right, <laughs> and, like, the entire left, the, the whole diamond was just wide open and he just couldn't hit it there. It just made me hate baseball. Like it just, it was just so annoying. Like, you hated know, like when you're playing, for not being able to hit it that way or hated the guys for all cheating yeah. and running over there. That's the ball. thing. That's the, that's the thing. So it's, it, the question is like, are you mad during pickup basketball if you can't go left and the, and they're like double teaming you and forcing you to go left? They're like double teaming you on the right and just like playing you like open on the left. Is that frustrating because it's like a pickup game and let me just play basketball? Sure. Or is it like, no, dude, this is the game. And if you can't go left and you can't score points, you know what I mean? Like, that's my, that's my theory. I think you got to keep, you got to keep baseball moving. It's such an analytic game. It's such a pitching. To me, it's such a pitching game. Like you can even move the, the backstop if you want. You can do anything you want that you just can't allow. You can't allow defense to win in baseball. As stupid as that sounds. Like if every game, if the pitchers were murdering and the infield was not letting anything, like, do you really want 75 no hitters? Like, no. Like even as a diehard baseball fan, I don't want seven. I want runs. I want like three, two games. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily want 15, 12 games. I want like three, two games, four, two. Like I need some action and. The, the shift was getting a little too much. Like the analytics are so perfect with baseball. You could be like, bro, this guy's going to hit it right here. Just stand right here. Dude, I promise you he's going to hit it right here. The ball tells us where it's going to go. You know, so not the Yankees, not the Yankees analytics. Have you seen, you watch the Barstool Yankees podcast, right? Yeah. The- uh, it's my least favorite Yankees podcast, to be honest. With you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. They just, they just yell and scream. They're just Twitter. It's, 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 it's really, but like, I love Hubs. Like, I, like, my, I was just going to say, I like, I, I like Hubs. I think he's great. He, he had a great line on there. He's cause everybody talks about how the Yankees are terrible because they have analytics. He's like, that's not why they're terrible. He's like, every team is run by nerds. The Yankees just have bad nerds. They have terrible nerds. <laughs> they need to get better nerds. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's, that's, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the nerds helped this year, dude. They got rid of Sanchez. You know, and Geo, they picked up that that shortstop. It's pretty good. Yeah, I can't. Whoever good, picked man. up Gallo, Recently. whoever decided that, I, I would like to speak to him. So I'm, yeah. I'm with you there. <laughs> whoever thought he'd be a good fit. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Pujols, though. I'm really liking the Pujols stuff back in St. Louis. That's really fun that to was watch. Cool. That's a cool thing, yeah. 
I, I, I really believe in the Twins, dude. I hate the White Sox. I know they got crushed it. I hate the White Sox, man. I keep I watching hate them. Tony Larusa. They're I just, just don't like them. He's not a likable guy. Something about the White Sox being favorites all the time. Like just, I just don't see it. With that Tim said, Anderson. I have them to win the division in a parlay, so I need them to win. The and Greg, and Greg was, and Greg is down on the Twins, so I want, I kind of want to hear Greg talk about the Twins a little bit or the division in general. I know, I mean, yeah. said I mean, Indians are beasts. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like Cleveland, man. They're coming on strong. So, you know, uh, I'm thinking about betting them every day just because I don't think they're getting the love that they get. I mean, the Mets to me still are crazy that we're minus one and a half and we're plus money every day. So, like, yesterday in the doubleheader, I went one for one, but I was up 10 or $15. Like, to me, it's still so crazy. So, I think Cleveland's kind of in the same boat. They might be minus one and a half, but they might be plus 150, 140. So, I'm taking them. The Twins... I mean, we'll see. It's still early, but it just sucks that right off the bat, they're just already in the bottom of that division. (laughs) And I did not see the Guardians being this good. I did not see the Royals being this good. I mean, granted, it's one or two games. That just made me sick, you saying that. (laughs) Dude, I don't care what anyone says. I love the logo. I know, but the Guardians? Yeah, so Cleveland, I I guess. The Guardians and the Commanders are the worst names ever. It's not because they're new. They're just bad Oh, the Commanders is... (laughs) <laughs> Awful. Yeah, Commanders is a tough one for sure. But yeah, I mean, that's it. It just sucks that they're down at the very bottom. I think against the run line, they're one of the worst teams in baseball. Speaking of that, because we're you know, still talking gambling here, Cincinnati and Texas, the two worst teams against the run line, both covering only 30% of the time. So one of our group chats started, John, as like a baseball bet against list. So that's what I'm going mm. back to. I'm, I'm going on my bet against list. So Every day moving forward, I'm just going to bet against Cincinnati and Texas. I have been betting the Mets, so well against uh, Pittsburgh. Kind of expand too. a little bit. Pittsburgh's okay, actually. They're six and six against the spread, so they're right in the middle. Um, on the road, do you have those in front of you? Do I have those in front of me? Are you talking spread or just money line? Run line, all run oh, line. So oh, minus yeah. one and a half, uh, plus one and a half. What about money line? All run now? line. Um, let me get you, uh, Pittsburgh on the road, worst team in baseball, minus one and a half on the road. I've been, I've been betting against Pittsburgh. I was like, I don't think, I don't think that, that, that shout out to PFT commenter, right? Barstool. I, I talked to Smack about the Yankees pod, but mm-hmm. well, Barstool still, um, I, it was a part of my take. PFT got me on that. They just bet against Pittsburgh on the road. Yeah. And I've just been betting Pittsburgh against on the, on the road. Like he's been betting the money line just straight up every single game. They've been doing pretty good. So I'm so curious if they were have- leading the league. I don't have in front of me like what some have, like some sites do, like Odd Shark, maybe stuff like stuff like that. They do like uh for baseball, it's like like ROI. So they factor in what the money line spread was, and then they mm-hmm. give you that. Because all I have in front of me is like teams' records, wins and losses. So that doesn't really help me that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so again, on the road though, one and five definitely gonna start betting against Pittsburgh on the road. As well as Cincinnati and Texas, just every day going to be betting against them because I might just start parlaying those to get even money, and then probably just yeah. throw the Yankees on it, just because you know my baseball doesn't matter when the Yankees lose. That's not words in my brain. Facts, but that's what that's all I got on the NBA playoffs. We got uh, Middleton making a comeback here real quick with the Bucks Bulls. Hopefully, you got that in at halftime, like us. That's all I got in the MLB thing. What's really cool is we talked a lot about NBA. We talked a lot about MLB playoffs, divisions. You can still parlay those right now on FanDuel, man. You can get a couple of those divisions. You can hedge it out a little bit. You could, t- you, know, you could, you know, if you still believe in Phoenix, you're getting better numbers there. You could start taking some Eastern Conference stuff. If you want to kind of mix it up with the divisions. You're getting a better outlook here. I don't know. It's something to think about. It's something to think about. I've been throwing the Rangers in some parlays, some championship Ranger stuff at the end of some funny parlays here to kind of get myself excited for an NHL playoffs. We'll get to yeah, that. Man, like, like I said, next week we're going NHL and NBA prop bets. So and, and, and NFL draft prop bets. And yeah, NFL draft prop prop bets. Let's do it. Let's do it. And any NHL any playoffs. final words, Chip? Uh, excited about the NFL draft, but just I was looking down at the baseball slate for tomorrow. I'm not sure when this is coming out. And I already know I'm going to take tomorrow. the Royals tomorrow. Grenke pitching in Kansas City. So I just, Ooh. just like, so you like I that? like that. I, they're plus you one like and a Grinke? half. I plus what Grinkies look pretty good so far this year. Yep. 
Dude, you talk about Grinky and and in a tough space. I'm just gonna bet against that ten times out of ten. My uh, dumb, right. my dumb gambling brain just sees him freaking out, <laughs> like internally. I don't know something about him. I know he did okay last year, but something about him, something about Sonny Gray, something about these guys, man. <laughs> just like I just don't trust you at all. Back in Kansas City, no pressure. It's just a feel good story. I think he's gonna have a really good year, man. All right. I love that. Yeah, I plus 105 on FanDuel on the money line. I like that. Yeah. All right. Plus money. All right. Any final thoughts while we, so we can go watch Chris Middleton win this game? Shut me, shut <laughs> no, me up. No, let's go. Let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks, yeah. baby. Agreed. Let's go Bucks. Win game three and game four. Thank you guys for sticking with us for another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. As always, my name is John, Cashman, Jets, etc. Video producer Greg. And. As long as long as Chip is coming here, we'll be we'll be we'll, we'll, we'll be happy to have him. Our, our our college basketball expert. Now we're going to NBA stuff. I'm super hyped about the NFL draft. Shout out oh, to Andrew sure. Thomas. I'll never forget that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Got me a couple couple G's just for getting drafted. Good man, good man he is. I'm hyped, man. I'm I'll be at MetLife screaming my head off, not just for the Jets but for other picks because of that. So please like, subscribe, let us know what you got. We know where to find us. We out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.